Listening to the Power Post Game Report. I, of course, am always one of your hosts, Triple D, and across as always is. It's your boy Carlos D. What's up? What's going on, man? We're we're in the playoffs. This is it. How do you feel? The home stretch. The home stretch. I think that uh, that time off really re rejuvenated me. I know because uh-huh. we we got a home girl who basically. I think the time off killed her 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 power desire. She said she's not gonna listen to watch or not listen, watch no more. So to me, I think it had the opposite effect. I think I'm ready to kind of put these six years behind us and get into these last five episodes and really see where the show gonna take us. I hear you. Uh and yeah, as he said, uh we did have a friend that kinda hit us with the bombshell last night, um, before the the premiere that looked like yeah, she's done. And it, I'm fifty fifty on your point of like how do you spend all this time and not not see out the last five episodes um you know who knows hopefully she's changed her mind hopefully she's she's got somebody's password but at the same time the way that that mid-season finale dropped off it's it's slightly understandable uh the frustration because uh yeah that that mid-season finale was was a it was a ball drop um before we get into that, man, how was how was your time during the break? How was the holiday? I can't complain. Uh, good holiday, you know, spending it with family and friends, enjoying life. I uh, had a couple of homie birthdays uh, that we went to. Nothing to complain about. All good on my end. How about yourself? It was all right. Um, I honestly didn't get a lot of time to like the break. Um, I work in the medical field, so like honestly, I only had the two major holidays off. I could have taken. Uh, PTO for some of the time around it, but I wanted to hold on to those. Uh, we we got some trips coming up. Um, I'm uh, curious, how does yours work? Like for me, you know, my my regular job, we get um, what is called use or lose. So you, mm-hmm. if you don't spend it um, at a certain time by the end of, and they they don't do, we, even though we work on a fiscal year, we by the end of the calendar year, you just kind of lose it. So can you right. take it to the next year in yours or no? So ours, we also have use and lose, but ours is by higher date. So I pretty much have from the day I started and one year, like my actual hire date, my first day to that very next day. Of, well, excuse me, that very next year, that day. So like once January 1st hits, it doesn't set for me. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much still on the same cycle. Oh, okay. And um, honestly, I, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't really do anything for the birthday this year. Um, I probably should have sprinkled in some weekends off to come up there and just have a break. But, uh, you know, we got our Miami trip coming up. Um, we got our company trip coming up, so that should be fun. And honestly, I just wanted to kind of bank it for when it gets a little warmer out. Um, also I'm going to be up there, uh, in February with my cousin. So it kind of worked out cause I don't have a ton of hours to, to use. So the fact that I hadn't touched them, it, it kind of worked out for me, but, your boy definitely needs a break from the job. Um, yeah. Don't we all? Don't but, uh, we all? Man. But yeah, man. Um, let's let's get into it. Um, Wait, real quick before we before we start. Okay. I have uh, an announcement to make. All right. This episode 
This episode is sponsored. What? Sponsored. You already got your um cut of the profits back in uh August of 2019. I'm gonna have to check my my, my <laughs> statement, but okay. As this 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 podcast is sponsored by a touch of Lene Creations. Ah, yes. Lene spelled L Y N A. L-Y-N-A, a touch of Lene Creations, where you can get homemade personalized drinkware, custom tags, or apparel. The tag phrase, I will bring the shine to your design. You can find them by email, a touch of Lene, uh, excuse me, I'm messing up the sponsorship already. That's why they won't give me no real money. That's all good. A touch of Lene Creations at gmail.com, on Facebook at a touch of Lene Creations, and then on Instagram where you can see their work where it's a touch of Lene creations with an underscore between each word. So it's a underscore touch underscore of underscore Lene spelled L Y N A Y and then underscore creations. Go check them out, please. If you have a need for drinkware, um, custom design as you, as I, um, we have both received, um, free, uh, free, what is it? Free products. And they were very lovely. Mm -hmm. I, I still use mine regularly. Um, so thank you to Latisha Lene. Check them out if you have some time. Um, you know, give them a follow, give them a look. Help, help, help a independent black woman try to get her business off the ground. Small support, small businesses. Great person and great quality. So get on that. So shout out for sure. All right, now let's get it. Uh, we, we got the sponsorship out the way. Let's get let's get into it. All right, man. Um, this episode, I guess technically episode eleven, titled "Still Dre." Uh, before we get into the meat of this episode, um, what did you think about the kind of the downtime? There wasn't a lot of promo um, from that last episode up until now, with the exception of that one little kind of teaser vignette that they did. Mm -hmm. um, how did you feel about them just kind of laying low and just letting those, you know, month and a half just sort of run by? Mm, I mean, yeah, I, I agree, because like outside of 50 Cent, unless you like follow 50 cent on instagram or follow 50 cent who's always promoting the show you don't see a lot of well i don't see a lot of promotion of stars or promotion of um power outside of 50 cent um so i didn't see a lot of it i did see a couple of those trailers and and i always saw those a couple of days late maybe i'm not in the right youtube algorithms or whatever because i always saw those because you know i happened to stumble upon them it wasn't like it was directly targeted to people so um, maybe they think the show has enough things that they don't need to promote it anymore. Like I said, this is the last five episodes. People at this point, the show's been on for six years. You're either a fan of the show, you're not. I don't think nobody's gonna all of a sudden discover power in the last five episodes and be worth some type of huge campaign to kind of um keep promoting it. I feel like they think our core is our core. We're gonna let them enjoy the show and then just kind of go from there. Fair thought. Um I I remember you posting that in the group me. And um, I remember seeing that video maybe a couple of days earlier, and I, I kind of toyed with putting it in there, but um, I'm glad you did. And uh, we got some very interesting kind of uh, uh, reactions to it. Um, so segueing off of that, what did you think of this episode just as a whole um, from, and kind of give me the, I guess you can say the quick spectrum of um, how you felt about it at the beginning, what you were expecting, mm -hmm. and uh, well, obviously, kind of touch on. Um, well, I mean, you might as well, we're going to get into it anyway. You might as well say how how you felt through the course of it uh, before we go piece by piece, and how you felt at the end. Okay, at, at the start, I was you know hesitant to even kind of come back to power. I was like my home, like our homegirl. 
those last couple of episodes of the before they went to the mid-season finale really were kind of disappointing to me. Um, it, the show had just kind of went all over the place. It wasn't really connected with me like it had before. So I wasn't expecting much coming into this into this final uh, slew of episodes. And I still don't know if the other four will deliver, but I will say as far as still Drago's, they got me hooked back in. I, I, it wasn't, it still had some holes in it and still had some things like, what the hell? I don't understand this. But I think it was a strong episode. I think that, um, that I liked how, you know, without getting the audience, I like how they gave us some backstory into Dre as to how he got the way he is, his motivations. We know what they were, but throughout the series, but kind of getting more details to his motivation. Um, and then just kind of the different the different aspects of just kind of following around one character um, throughout the majority of the show, as opposed to jumping uh, from character to character to character. I always like that. I like that in other shows. Like, um, I don't know if you ever watched Lost in the past or uh, shows like Orange is the New Black, where, it's, you know, it's an ensemble show, but they kind of focus on one character, you know, as episodes go. Like there's a main character and maybe like some little underlying plots like it was in this one. Um, but I like how they kind of focused on that one character and kind of really got you an intimate look at the at the person. Uh, I thought it was a strong episode. Um, had a couple of issues with some of the stuff of it. But like I said, overall, it has got me excited to watch these last four. All right. I got to agree. Um, honestly, I went into this um, expecting that interrogation scene that they released in the tree in the uh, in the little teaser. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, when you have a, a who shot fill in the blank episode, and you get your your list of suspects. You have to have that interrogation scene. Um, corny though as it may be, it, it's just a part of the game. Um, so I blindly went in thinking this. You know, this is what we're gonna get, and um, we didn't get that. And like as this episode went on, I just I was it drew me in more and more, and I was just like, okay, I really appreciate this. And they're definitely back swinging hard. Um, I thought this was a really great first showing for this last stretch. Um, and I thought it was just really dope the way they, they kicked it off. Um, yeah, like I was not disappointed. There were, I mean, there's obviously a few things in there that, uh, you know, there's some tiny holes, but you know, what, what show, what movie doesn't have that? Uh, but yeah, uh, you ready to dive in? Let's get it. Let's get it. Come on. All right. So, uh, we start off this episode with, uh, Dre. Uh, and his daughter, Heaven. Uh, <laughs> ironically enough, this is uh, Heaven 1. I don't know if you peeped that in the um, in the credits at the end of the episode. There were two little girls playing his daughter in oh, okay, this one yeah. episode, which I thought was hilarious. Um, That's normally the case, though, but, when you got young kids. It's usually twins, and they kind of yeah. switch them out, yeah. Yeah. So um, we, we, get, we get a nice little warming moment. And this is where, like, initially it's just like, well, what's the time frame of this? Because, you know we all remember how this the last episode ended like is this after the fact um like did he get away like what what's happening here and um you you get him you know spending a, spending some quality time with his daughter um that he just got back um i initially i thought it was really strange the the singing of the the gospel the church uh gospel uh hymns and all that stuff um of course we'd find out why later uh but we also get some actual interaction with him and the baby mother. Mm -hmm. um, now, whether or not this was the the same actress from earlier in the se series, I should say, that um, helps him blast his way out of that that uh, that ambush situation, that's going to take some research. Um, but it, we we get a really good just back and forth on um, 
how she's looking to make a change and get out. Um, how did you feel about this this opening scene? Yeah, I, I, for one, I don't, I don't. My mind must be slipping because I don't ever remember even seeing his baby mother in the in the past seasons or in the history of the show. I always knew he had a kid, but I definitely didn't know she was from London, and I don't remember honestly ever seeing her. Um, but yeah, the whole London thing was definitely kind of out of left field. Like the, there, I remember there being an episode like the one right before he gets scooped up by Witsack. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want to say he's with his baby mother. They're having sex. And then like the, the guys run up oh, on him. Oh yeah. Okay. Now and then I'm, like okay, they, okay. um, yeah. And then like, uh, uh, Angela's like, so you want what's that for your baby mother? And he's like, nah, she'll be fine. Mm, I remember and that name. So yeah. So we've seen her, but like, I don't, I can't remember if it's this same actress or if they brought in somebody new because you know, she wasn't that integral back then, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I like the scene. I think it was a good, uh, a strong start. Cause it shows like the kind of, I guess they kind of show like the love inside of Dre. We've seen him as a father before. We've seen him always desperate to get his child back. Um, but we never really saw these like positive interactions with him. Um, so it was good to see that. It was good to see. Um, and it also showed the mindset of him. It's like his, he's obsessed with the power. Like everybody in the show normally is. Everybody's obsessed with like being the king or being the man or, or having all the power. She's giving him a good alternative. She's like, yo, you've already been lucky a bunch of times. You've been shot at. You've been arrested. You've been um, on trial. You've done all these things. And you're lucky to still be around. You got our daughter back. Why can't we just go to Las Vegas, live a normal life, and just, you know, okay, you're not going to be the king of New York, but, you know, we'll be alive. We'll be together. We'll be safe. And he just can't seem to grasp how that's the the, the, the smart thing to do because he's too, he's too obsessed with being the man and having the power and, and, and you know, being that guy. So it, it, can, it, it to me, it gave, a, it gave a good starting point of, how he's kind of torn between, you know, wanting to be with his daughter, of course, wanting to be with, I guess, the woman, at least in this moment, but not being able to give up the street life that could ultimately make him happy. Kind of an opposite of Ghost. Right, right, which is crazy because a billion times Ghost tried to tell him, like, dude, you can do more than this. Like, he, he tried to tell him, like, you you know, we can get you out of the street life. You can do bigger and better things. Um, obviously, he didn't listen, so now he's at a point where it's just like, nah, this is kind of his only option um even though he could have easily just dipped and went to vegas but you know he knew the story uh so we get the news that uh that ghost excuse me uh james st patrick is going to be joining loretta walsh's uh ticket for lieutenant governor and this is kind of where it sets in that like okay this is earlier um in the time frame from last episode this is this is pre who shot ghost yeah and um it kind of sets us off in uh sort of a day in the life but ultimately uh dre's final days um he he goes to confront sax and tell him that like hey man like our ghost problem is not over um to which we we get you know sax obviously not believing him and then trying to work on moves of his own um another thing i, I gotta mention i was kind of excited when i when i pieced together that like oh okay I think they're gonna give us like what what lead what what leads him up from this point to the night ghost gets shot, and then I was I was slightly less excited because I was like, well, there's still like six other characters we have to do this for. Yeah, I think it's the plan for everybody um, is to do like a 24 hours before ghost die or ghost is shot um, thing. I don't think because it's only four episodes left. I don't think they'll do it with everybody, but I think we'll get a Tommy, a Tariq. And then we'll get a um a Tasha, you know those three will get 
kind of standalone episodes and then maybe the last episode that fourth episode will kind of deal with the fallout of who's the shooter and all the things that kind of tie it all up but we're not gonna get like a pause we're not gonna get like a 24 hours in right. sacks i think they'll all right. be like interlooped into yeah the small I, I the other bigger stores yeah they definitely i think they definitely have to combine pause and um and sacks honestly they could have cut more time if they'd have just kept pause out of this equation but whatever um so from there we get Dre meet up with his uh his Rena crew. Yeah, the light skin crew. LinkedIn. The bright right. the bright the beige crew. And he brings in one dark skin dude. <laughs> the one dark skin who's a lunatic. <laughs> off off the brakes. Um I like the fact that off the brakes, you know, they're catching up and having a good old time. And uh he has he has his first bit of uh some opposition where the guy just like, Look, can we stop playing and can we get to work? Um, which is kind of shades to when the few other times he took he he took over, and somebody would rise up and you know kind of talk down on him like a crystal ball or or a spank or a dre. Well, not necessarily spank, but you you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, then enter Missick's goons, which at this point I'm like, cool. I'm glad that they didn't just vanish. Like I'm glad that that loose end came back around because it the way the show had been paced. They really made it seem like they just didn't care that uh, their boss was dead and missing. Um, so I'm glad that they popped back up and ran up on him. What did What did you think of that scene? Oh, I mean this this this, this scene started off with some nice action. Um, it kind of got me excited uh, moving forward throughout the rest of the episodes. I feel like when they give us a little bit of violence to kind of get the juices flowing, which probably is bad. But but uh, you know when it's a show based about drug dealing and street shit, I mean. You need to have some violence in it. It can't just be everybody just talking and having a good time. Uh, so I liked it. I liked how they started shooting. I liked how they was going at it. Um, Dirty Dre. I mean, yeah. they didn't get the character there long, but they established this was supposed to be his man going way back. And it took Dre nothing to sacrifice him to save himself. I mean, literally grabbed the guy. They You know, at least he tried to escape with him a little bit. But as soon as things got like, too hot, literally used the guy's human shield, got the guy all shot up, and then left him there to die. Uh, as he did with most of his crew. So it showed that Dre just, other than, I guess, heaven, because uh, I mean, we even learned later in this, this episode he don't even really love his own mama. Other than heaven, Dre has no lo- a loyalty or allegiance to anybody. He'll sacrifice anybody to save himself. Yeah. Uh, so down goes the Renner crew almost instantly, which sucks for them. Uh, <laughs> now, but I wonder, is this the end of the Serbians, though? Because they did kill a lot of those Serbians. And I don't know if that was like the yeah. main guy, but they killed, I think, everybody in the escape. Yeah. Um, not going to lie. I kind of wanted uh, I wanted Ghost to kill Drago, but, um, you know, we didn't get that. Um, but, yeah, definitely I, I'm right there with you. Where it's just like you, you need that, that crazy action off the brakes. Um, but, like, it, it was it was wild just to see. Um, all of this just pretty much go to hell immediately. Like he he's kind of starting to set up his own little empire, and when, in one fell swoop, in the span of five minutes, it all goes down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get him back. Right. Go ahead. I was not saying which was kind of leads to the next scene, which I guess this was finally the wake up call that Dre needed. Because right. I mean, I guess he figured after his entire crew getting shot up in a matter of minutes before they even got off the ground. He goes back to meet with his baby mother again. She she patches him up, and he kind of she's once again is like, "Look, we got to go to Vegas. We got to get out this lifestyle." And he agrees to do it, except he still says he needs money 
uh, I guess, to make it all happen. I'm not sure. I've been to Vegas before. Plane ticket ain't nothing but about $300, $400. So I don't know why he needed these hundreds of thousands of dollars he was trying to scam to get. Uh, but at least he was in the mindset of finding, look, this ain't work for me in New York. Let's get out of here. Right. Late though it may have been. Um, better late than never. Mm, true indeed. Um, yeah, it was it was, a, it was definitely a, a kind of a crazy scene um, where it's just like he's literally there, just been patched up, and he's still kind of going hard against it initially. Um, but, you know, I, I got to be honest um, on two fronts. One, I thought that he was just telling her what she wanted to hear just so like because we, we know how grimy Drake can be like it. I honestly was expecting him to to either like bail out on her and steal the daughter mm. or possibly kill her because we know how messed up he is. True indeed. Um, but and two, uh, shout out to Rotimi. He this was probably his best acting start to finish on this show. In an episode. Agree. Agree. Um, he had a couple he, of little he, iffy moments, but for the most part, this was some good acting. Especially yeah, the emotional he, scenes. Yeah. He he really did a good job on this. Um, I mean, if he could have channeled this a little earlier, he, he'd have easily been like the standout. Um, so right before that scene cuts, uh, we pretty much get the revela- excuse me, revelation that uh, there is one place that he needs to go to ask for this money. Uh, and it's the one place, the one place being the last place he wants to go, um, which comes up later. But of course, of course, we have to get an interrogation scene. We get the knuckleheads, two bit and spank. Can I, uh, can I, real is, quick, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. The reason uh, this is the reason why I love this episode. Well, I really, really like this episode a lot. The fact that we got some extended two bit and spank time. Um, yes, I, I like how Dre was the, the focal point because he's been a main character for what three or four or five years. But the fact that we got these two secondary characters who we've been seeing in, in scenes and still in scenes, honestly, especially Spank, been still in scenes over the last three or four years, to have them some extended time on screen where we kind of got to know their personality more than just cutting up jokes or two-bit threatening to kill somebody, I really enjoyed that as well. Yeah, and they and they both shined. They both shined really big. Um, we get We get two-bit pretty much being cool and calm. Um, throughout this this particular episode, and uh, actually kind of making making up for his his shortcomings as far as a character when he's first introduced as being like this hothead, uh, we find out you know he he can really handle the pressure, um, and unfortunately like we get slightly the the loyalty fall of Spank. Poor Spank. Um, yeah, which she threatened his booty, like, man. She threatened his. That's yeah. what. That's every man's fear. And he's a tiny dude, <laughs> you know. I swear, I, I swear, like, like I said, that's every uh, man's uh, um, man's fears. They they go to jail for something, and the booty is on the line, man. Uh, if you are like some a heterosexual male who does not want their booty violated, I swear that's everybody's fear is that they go to jail for some reason. Even though from and I never been to jail, uh, unless I know I don't think you have been to jail. Unless there's some secret that you've been hiding. Um, nope. I don't think I, I think TV makes it that that, that uh, makes it to us regular non-jail people think that like rape is rampant in jail. I don't think it is as rampant as they make it out the same. I'm not saying people don't get raped in jail, but I don't think it's a this occurrence where every time it's a little person goes to jail, they automatically some big dudes uh, rape victim. Um, but the the fears of that is always stoked, and you always see that in society. 
and Blanca knew what, Blanca, whatever her name is, knew what buttons to press because, two, like I said, two bits stood strong. He refused to talk about anything. Basically, all he said was, give me my lawyer. All she had to do was threaten uh, uh, Spanky with being small, being in jail, and the butt, his butt being on the line, and all of a sudden, you know, you also gotta rem- he's scared. You also got to remember. You also got to remember that, like, on top of the whole uh, – the drug thing they were going to be in there for a minute anyway but y'all they you also get the revelation that this is spank's third strike so he's looking at life right i like that you too I, mean? I like how they give us a little background as to his previous crimes his previous run-ins with with jail so it's not like this is his first time in jail and maybe he right. couldn't handle jail but the thought right. of being in there for life yeah i think that's where he kind of cracked um and I, i'm not even gonna act like i'm some street dude it makes sense you know what I'm saying? Especially when a hothead like Tommy, and this is obviously, of course, before they realize that Tommy didn't set them up, but like a hothead like Tommy who who looks at people as disposable anyway, right? is like, you can't fully blame him for being in that position. Um, but I thought it was hilarious where uh, she lists the first one where it's like, I think it's assault. And he's like, the dude was bigger than me and I defended myself. <laughs> yep. And then the second one was... <laughs> He's like, okay, grand larceny. He's like, okay, I did that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. He was like, well, what were they? What they were sitting on the back of the truck. They were asking me to do it. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was that was a a very and again acting on both their parts. Um, not you know a huge breakthrough moment for two bit, but you know him keeping character, but also Spank giving us some range. Like he's been serious and concerned in the past, but like like conveying emotion that like this is my this could easily be my last stop like this could easily be it for me right and you know him him unfortunately dry snitching on tommy but that ain't dry Um, i don't know if that's yeah because he didn't all he said was you need to look into this murder right and i was trying to figure out who poncho was like i I think i figured it out was the guy that uh was poncho the guy that was talking uh crap to tommy in like episode one of this season Okay, because I yep. can't remember who Poncho was to save my life when he first said looking at Poncho's murder. Um, but yeah, so he, he, I guess he didn't directly say Tommy killed Poncho. So I guess that is more drastic to say, well, look into this murder. You may find what you're looking for is when it comes to Tommy. But uh, he definitely, unlike Two Bit, who was demanding his lawyer, Spank kind of, you know, he folded, folded, yeah. yeah. And, and and I like to see how that's going to play out throughout this season. Yeah, uh, that yeah. I really like how that kind of it, it you wondered if it was going to come back up because it was it was a bit of a throwaway line and I, I didn't think that much of it but like as the episode went on I was like oh like is Spank gonna get out like is Spank gonna get out and leave two bit um, but yeah very interesting uh, so from there we go to Dre um, with the scrunch up face because uh, he has to he has to talk to a woman that uh, we end up finding is actually his mother. Um, his mother so on edge thinking she's about to get robbed in broad daylight, uh, which just goes to show the neighborhood and the area that they're in and the world that they're living in right now. Um, how did you feel about uh, the introduction and the interaction between uh, I have no idea what Dre's like. Oh, Coleman, Mama Coleman. Coleman, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was an interesting uh, introduction to a new character um, that we got to learn a little bit about as the episode goes on. Um, we didn't understand why Dre was so apprehensive at this point 
to kind of engage with his mother. Um, I also didn't really expect what he expect to get out of her. Like like you said, they they appear to live in a rough neighborhood. So how much money could his mother possibly have to help him out? What was he really looking for in this situation? Um, but maybe like you said, desperate times call for desperate measures. Because that wouldn't have been the first place I would have went to some, you know, old church lady. Like it ain't like she a millionaire. She she a church lady. Right. That's how he ended up in the streets to begin with. So, um, but I like I like to see you know the dynamic. I like to say this is a little bit more of the backstory of Dre. Um, so I enjoyed that aspect of it. What you think about it? Uh, pretty much the same. Um, I think he was honestly just gonna take anything he could get. Um, but we we again we get some really good acting. But at the same time. Like, Dre's such a liar. I'm like, is he just playing her? Um, which she honestly thinks, and I thought was funny because he's getting the ghost treatment where for once he's actually telling the truth, but he's been lying so much that no one believes him. So I, I thought that was kind of fitting and hilarious at the same time. But also, at least for his family, was kind of sad because he really did, like, try to turn to her um, and unfortunately because of his past like his own mother shot him down yeah um i felt like she's just think... one of those one of those people in the the thing where you well we learned later she isn't that supportive of, as a mother or she wasn't the mm-hmm. best mother but and that scene i thought she was like one of those mothers who like was always supportive of her child always loved her child but he just couldn't stay out of trouble so he was like always right. in and out of jail and at some point people just kind of wash their hands of people they're like you know i love him i want the best for him but i i can't keep you know be you know worried about them constantly if they don't want to have any attention to doing right so that's what that scene made it seem like that's what dre's life had been um so that's what i got out of the scene at that time and that's totally fair because honestly between between her now ghost a bunch of times even um even canaan like they told him like you you're not as gangster you're grimy but like as far as this this life like it he never really should have been in it like he's making his way through it but like everybody everybody sees kind of more in him and he sees more in him in himself but for the wrong way it's kind of like that that um i can i can prove to you that i can be really good at this thing i probably shouldn't be good at and i'm gonna forego all the the good stuff i could easily be good at you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm um, but yeah, they were very interesting opening dynamic between him and his mother. Um, and then we, uh, we get Dre, um, pretty much dialing up more Hail Marys. He, uh, runs up on Tasha's daycare, um, to which, uh, we get the, the, the revelation, not revelation, but like the, the eye opener that like no one has been back ever since the, the police mm-hmm. ran up in the, um, the spot due to ghosts is doing. Yeah. I like how he acknowledged uh, it as soon as he walked in the door. He's like, shouldn't it be some kids in here? That's a daycare yeah. and, and it's empty. Um and then like I say he you know he runs up on Tasha, basically, I guess. I don't know I don't know if these people I don't remember them ever even interacting before in the past. So I don't know why he I guess he went to Tasha to find Tariq ultimately. Um but he goes to Tasha, tries to shake her down for some bread. She like uh you know clearly I this business sucks. I don't have no people in here. Um, we don't have no kids. I put all my money into this. Um, and I think she had the line, uh, what she say? Broke is broke, nigga, basically. She like, look, you ask for money. I ain't got it. I'm broke. Um, and then, of course, he uses the Trump card, um, her role as a mother, to say, look, I know Tari- what Therese's been involved in. I'm the one that fronted him that first brick that you guys sold. 
So you either give me some money or find a way to get me some money or or something, or I'm gonna write on your son, which we know he would do. Right. The interesting thing about that, when she was just like, "Well, if they if they get him, obviously he's gonna say he got it from you," and then he says he got he got it from Ghost, which I don't know if that I don't remember that happening or if he was just lying. I think he was just lying. Just to, yeah, just to like you know put her back up against the wall. Yeah, because I don't think um, Ghost has done anything with drugs since. Yeah. I don't remember the last time Ghost was actually involved with any type of drug activity. Right. Then we get a uh, old stiff, <laughs> old stiff Tariq making his one appearance in this episode. I don't know what it is, man. He's the way like I, I, I ever since it's been episodes back. Like I just kind of fixate on it. He's is one of the Chote episodes. He's got this weird stiff. Up like this weird stiff walk where mm-hmm. it's just like he's he's trying his hardest to be cool but he is he is a goofy he's a goofy kid he's and I don't know if they're playing off of it or if they're trying not to but I, every time he walks into a room he does he has this weird little bobble um, that always makes me laugh but um, we get that interaction um, I couldn't tell did he give the rest of the brick back no he gave him $10,000 Okay, and he right, he said right. he owed him ten more. Right, but he wants a gun mm-hmm. um, for reasons. Uh, how did you feel about this this quick interaction? Uh, like I said, it was just a quick interaction. Um, just kind of, I guess. Ultimately, I think it's just setting up the fact that where Tariq got the gun, if if he ultimately is the shooter of of, of ghosts, um, even though we never really see him interacting and, and see if uh, Dre had time to actually pay off on the promise of getting him the gun. Because they don't interact again for the rest of the episode. And Dre is pretty busy from the time he meets with Tariq to the end of the episode to kind of even have time to do it. Unless they just want us to assume that between the time they leave wherever they were to go to Ghost's, Ghost's, Ghost, um, to Truth, to meet with Ghost when they had that, that little interaction where Tariq brings in and maybe he gave him the gun in that period. Or knowing Dre, he might have just had a gun on him that he just gave to the boy. Because Dre... Is not known to not have a weapon on at all times. So, right. That was something that didn't really wrap up. The rest of it, like I said, was just kind of a little uh, interaction to, I think, just showcase that Tariq is going to have a weapon and and as viable as one of the shooters, uh, the possible shooters. I did, I did like how, and pretty much everything you said, like, I like how they, they kind of tied this into, like, okay, this is how he ends up getting that meeting with Ghost. Um, I think they, I think they either changed up the dialogue from the other episode. That's what I was about to ask. You talking about the next yeah. scene where they actually meet with Ghost? Because I, I yeah. was like, did they remix this? And I was too lazy, honestly, to go back and look at the last episode. I, which I yeah, wasn't doing it either. I can never be a professional but, <laughs> because it would have took literally no effort to kind of find that. Probably about five right. minutes of my life, and I was like, I'm just right. too lazy it's, to do it. It was one of those things where we would need a producer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I couldn't tell if they they either remixed. They either remixed it or when they reshot it, they had Ghost tone it down. Right, because I, I swear I thought Ghost was much harder and much tougher. Oh, he on definitely him. was. But he in this episode, was. it made it seem like Dre won that exchange. And then I was thinking yeah. in my mind, are they even though we as the audience, you know, are, are we know the two differences between the scenes? Maybe they planning them in, in, in from Dre's point of view that it wasn't as bad as it was from Dre's point of view. Like, like they putting this in the mind of Dre in that scene. 
But are they smart enough to do that? Is, is that is, is that too? Am I overthinking it? Uh, I think, I think you're. I think you might be giving them a little too much credit. I think it was. I think it just could have just been slightly bad continuity, um, because he definitely walks out way more. And I, I agree. Like he definitely walks out like he he feels victorious, whereas in he's definitely tail between his legs. The last episode, right? Um, I feel like in that I, I, old one, Ghost screamed on him way harder, and Ghost, Ghost yeah. basically like, "You a failure." I mean, Ghost did have a, like a little line where he was like, "You keep messing up, and I keep saving you," but I feel like he was much harsher in that oh, yeah, old he episode. He definitely was. He definitely was. He he was definitely like playing him. He punked him out, like no question. So like, I'm really curious as to like, was this? You know what? The more I say it out loud, it could be like, I mean, this is his story. Um. You could be right. It, this could be like what he's thinking, even though that's, I don't know, that, that almost feels lazy. Um, but yeah, that was that was an interesting. I, I will be curious. To, uh, no, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I will be curious Not how good. they do it throughout the other episodes with individuals. Um, because Ghost was harsh to Tasha. Ghost was harsh to his own son. And I wonder when they get, and even harsh to Tommy. And I wonder when they get to Tommy's episode, Tasha's episode, and Tariq's episode. Where they have those same exact scenes in, and then have a, like a twist on them, as it comes from the other person's point of view. So I'm curious to right. see if that 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 is that'll give us the sign whether they did that on purpose or whether you think it's like you said just a continuity issue where they for some reason didn't review the scene before they reshot the new scene. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah. So we got a uh, we got two bit and spanking holding, putting pieces <laughs> putting pieces together. Um. And we get the we get we get two bit putting the piece together that it was most likely Dre that did the snitching, and right. we get we get the fair the fear in Spank's eyes that he blabbed too yeah. early, um, and that like it he can't take back what he's done. Right, and that and that was the biggest. I mean, that was kind of what we discussed on. I think the finale episode is is to when they were busted and they first were saying they thought Tommy had did it and Tommy had come back to the scene to watch them, like. That that makes no sense. In what world does Tommy blowing up his own organization make any sense? So it was good that two bit right. Elise kind of pieced it together in his mind. Like, yeah, it, okay, he was there, but he just kind of showed up late, and somebody else had to snitch on us because there ain't no way Tommy gonna snitch on us because he gets nothing out of it. There's nothing to gain from taking out all of his 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 crew. All right. So we get that spliced with a quick uh, interaction between Dre and uh, Councilman Tate, Councilman O'Dog, <laughs> and uh, pretty much hits him up with one more favor. Like, hey, man, um, I need I need a new identity, and I know you can do it because I have information on the St. Patrick's that you probably want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we pretty much jump from that right over to Dre getting picked up the first time, I should say. Uh, how did you feel about how that all transpires with the way we initially saw it? Um, with Dre just getting locked up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this dude got locked up so many times in the last, what, three episodes of the show? It's right. just ridiculous. Um, I mean, it gave us a, another point of view where he thought he had got the drop on everybody. He thought he was, like, smart and out, and out Fox Ghost. And then once again, to learn that. Because at that point, he's talking to his baby mom, like, look, I got 250 lodge. We're going to be living good. We good. I just got to get this money and we out of here. And then how quickly he turns that ghost got him again as he's locked up and he sees ghosts once again sitting in the shadows in the black SUV, um, you know, as the kingmaker, 
uh, once again coming out on top. So it was a nice twist to, to, to see him go from so confident in the phone conversation to damn, I'm busted again, you know, in a snap of a finger. Right. And it always trips me out how a lot of times with, you know, these type of characters, they, they always get too cocky um, because just like when it goes down in the last episode, all I could think was just like all these times you've gotten out of these pinches. How do you not give yourself an exit strategy this time? You know what I mean? Like, how do you get caught? Like stuck, you know what I mean? Stuck in broad daylight with no exit strategy. Um, but yeah, yeah. Especially trusting ghosts when ghosts literally exactly. the night before set you up to take the fall for the murder, and you think he all of a sudden not going, you know, try to get over on you. So it made no sense. Yep. So cut back to holding cell, <laughs> and uh, we get <laughs> the, uh, the transfer of Francis. And Spotswood. Oh boy. Francis Johnson and Spotswood Richard. Oh my gosh. And just the just the fact that he ha- how did he not know that they were that's one of those things where you could tell he'd been called Spanky since he's been a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like you know those jokes where it's just like please don't send your school like please teach your kid they name before, before they go they to school in school. Yeah, thinking that you know the teacher's supposed to call them man man. Like he laughed literally seconds before at a two bit for them calling him Francis. Like, how do you not know they're going to call your government, man? Like, come on. Uh, But that was hilarious. Um, Spotswood. What was his last name? Richards. Spotswood Richards. He was named after a judge, apparently. Yeah. Did you look it up? No. (laughs) Hell no. I didn't care. Um, But that was, I mean, that was a nice uh, bit of little comic relief. And it was funny that, uh, shout out to Francis too. Not just the Francis on the show. (laughs) Yeah, friend of the pot, Francis. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and this this was a great little transition into um, picking up the pace mm-hmm. where uh, they get the phone inside, and great job on continuity here because it's literally the exact same dialogue. Right. Who sent that to you? How am I supposed to know? New phone. Who this? Like, right. Perfect continuity, which makes me even question. Which makes me question more. The earlier scene between Ghost and um and Dre. Yeah, because this one, like I said, up to the point at least when he even told him, "You still got my watch and everything," was kind of the exact conversation. And of course, they added the details on the end that didn't show in the previous episode, where basically, uh, we got a friend in jail. Um, Ghost lets them know that you know Tommy didn't snitch on them, even though you know Two Bit already didn't believe Tommy did it. But Ghost confirms it wasn't Tommy, that it was indeed Dre, and that Dre will be in the jail with them tonight. Um, and as and as long as he ain't as long as Dre don't make it to the next day or Dre dies soon, um, Ghost promised to take care of Spanky's and Two Bit family for however long they're gonna be in jail. And Two Bit did acknowledge that might be a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just you know more, I mean we are, and we knew this we knew this was gonna happen uh, from the last episode, but like just uh just done very well um just done very well with with the writing and the continuity um and of course we have to have a little more comedy you know francis <laughs> if we do this we're messed up spots would <laughs> we got backup we'll be fine um and then we get them pretty much springing into action fairly quick um i think one of the dopest things about that scene where they where they attempt the ambush 
is they have the nature show playing over top of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they're that. talking about the antelopes and the lions and everything. Um, and we get that good old Dre resourcefulness where he sees what's happening, and uh, he he weasels his way out of it. Um, I wonder how that was going to play out, though, because he just randomly goes up and starts talking. Uh, maybe he was going to pull the same thing he pulls at later. the end of the yeah. episode. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I definitely think so. But fate and just and <laughs> illogical writing <laughs> worked out in his favor, um, where he literally at that moment, he gets called. So he gets lucky. Um, and we get... We get there. Uh, we get we get the the interaction between Blanca and uh, and Dre that's completely unreasonable. Yeah. Real, real, real um, quick, real quick. How does you know how Spanky wear glasses? How come they don't give him his glasses in jail? How does he see in jail? That's a good question. I didn't even really. None of the jail scenes he wears glasses. So that's is he just wearing those for fashion? Could be. Because once he's back on the street, possible. he got his glasses again. Yeah. It, it, that's very possible. It could have been one of those things where, you know, they looked into him and it's like, nah, these, these are really just, you know, you trying to be cute. You don't need these. Um, right. But yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. He definitely did not have his uh, his glasses on. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you were talking about. Oh the no, no, no. You're good. You're good. And and you this did. was ex- you know this was another one where they just kind of basically gave us the exact scene that they gave us, um, from the previous episode. Um and. The, the the biggest thing you you, you saw this this um this particular scene is that Blanca is fully corrupt at this point. Um, she's no yeah. she's no better than any of the other people that were in the AUSA office. Sachs, um, Angela at times, Sandoval, all of them. Um, when she basically gave Dre a get out of jail free card if he lied, um, on Ghost, and then also basically fed him information as to, you know. Because Ghost, instead of just saying, yeah, I saw, he told me he killed uh, Silver, Dre was like, no, I saw him do it. Yeah, and, you know, and then he says, well, it was in his apartment. And then she was like, you mean in the garage when he choked, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So she just basically fed him information to frame a person, even though we know Ghost did do the crime. But it's still, I, I still always find it uh, horrible, even if you did do something, that if the police cheated to, to uh, get it from you, I, I still don't think they should be able to uh, um, put you away for that. So, right. That, that's the biggest thing I got out of the scene. Did you? I mean, I think we talked about it before, but did you get anything new from this particular one? Wasn't it? Was it? Do you agree that it was just a remake or a reshot? Like nothing new uh, came out of it, did it? I don't think anything new. Well, I think the only thing new was the the choked line. Okay. Um, because like it, it's pretty like quick and easy in that first one where she's just like, you know, you saw him kill him, right? Yes, in the parking garage, right? Yeah. But like she, she, she threw in the word choke. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much the same line rehashed. Well, excuse me, the same scene rehashed, and it's still just sort of like my biggest question is like, this isn't like no way. Like the dude was in there for murder, not for robbery or nah. or you know or you know something petty like murder. And she like, got him out less than twenty four hours. There. Yeah, like that's. Like you got to make it a little more believable than that. Um, so at that, at the end of that, we pretty much get the uh, we pretty much get Spanky and uh, Two Bit thrown in the towel for the most part because you know their one opportunity uh, left out out the window. So uh, Two Bit 
and shout out to these guys because um, I couldn't remember a new phone number uh, <laughs> off the top of my head to save my life. If you had, if I had, I could, I could only call home and maybe two other numbers. So like, shout out to them for you know call you know throwing their hail mary. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, letting you know letting Tommy know what's going on. Um, and finally, finally, we get the news delivered that Tommy did not know BG was dead. Thank God. I- I'm glad I they addressed this. Because yes. this was four or five episodes after he's been killed. And and they made it seem like BG just never existed. Um, so I, I guess in show in show in showtime, it's only been about three or four days. So it is possible that they didn't have time to tell Tommy or they were too busy trying to maybe still hunt Dre down that they didn't they didn't want to get in trouble with Tommy to let him know that BG was dead. But the fact that they finally addressed VG, I was like, thank God. Man, this man can finally rest in peace. Because, right. how, how, like, he wasn't the star of the show. But he was a fan favorite, I think. I think most of the yeah. fans enjoyed him. Especially once he stood up. Like, once he stood up for Tariq, even though Tariq didn't deserve it. Like, once he stood up and he came through with the with the one-liners and helped out during the, um, the, the, the drop and everything. It's just like, you know. I think he definitely jumped to a lot of people's favorite list. Definitely one of mine. Um, but yeah, it, in typical Tommy fashion, he he finds out that BG is dead and immediately accuses Two Bit of killing him. I mean, uh, well, which, come on now. Honestly, I would it's to. kind of fair because they had been at each other's throats like every other episode. So, he threatened to kill that man at least five or six times. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually kind of fair. Um, now that now that we we're actually talking it out, um, so we we find out that Tommy is now aware that uh, Pancho's murder is being put on him, even though he did do it. And unfortunately, Two Bit puts the pieces together that Spank snitched. Right. Um. And it's a it's a rough. He, this is this 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 brings in some good acting on his part, mm-hmm. Two Bit. Because like you see the disappointment in his face that that Spank pretty much ratted out Tommy, um, even though again it's kind of reasonable. Um, so the 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 wild thing about what goes next, uh, Dre somehow, I, man, this this show has made all branches of law enforcement in New York look horrible. My God. The ASUSAs can't convict anybody. They're Mm-mm. super corrupt. Um, the police make horrible decisions. And in this one, apparently so did the FBI. Inept. Because. <laughs> I mean, well, you saw how they were when they were supposed to be God and the Jimenez chick. Exactly. <laughs> they, nobody. Right. They, 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 Man, they are the worst. They make you think that if you go to New York and do something bad, you might get away with it. Right. If you plan right. Like if you if the luck, if the wind blows your way. You you might get away with it, cause goodness, how dumb are they? Let, oh my gosh! Oh, I gotta pee. Oh, man, we yeah. we fifteen minutes away. You can hold it or piss on yourself. Right. But I ain't about to let you Pretty out of my much. sight. With my job on the line, if I don't protect you. Exactly. So that and I mean, then, you know, we he gets out the car and he's talking all sideways to him. At that point, I'm like, nah, get back in the car, dude. I'd have pulled the gun. Like, get back in the car. Mm-hmm. You're funny acting, and yeah. Uh, 
bad luck for law enforcement. <laughs> we'll get him <laughs> in this particular show. Um, but we get we get Dre on the move yet again. Somehow makes it out. At this point, I thought he was breaking back into his place. Um, oh, what do you for the pet rock? I mean, at the pet rock, the uh, hidden key in the rock right. trick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we find out that he's in fact gone back to his mother's place. Um, how'd you feel about that scene? I mean, this was a, a good scene to me because it really gave some of the, I guess, the backstory as to why Dre decided to become. I don't know if he decided to become bad based off of this, but if you, you know, I had a good mother. Um, I'm, you, I know you had a good mother as well. Um, but I can imagine, and, I, and I've known people who had mothers like this, where they tell them their entire lives how bad they are, or um, you know, or they mad at like the. I shouldn't say. Sometimes they'll be mad at the dad that that isn't around, and they look so much like them that you always like you just like your you know, your dirty daddy, and um, or you bad, you evil. They always, you know constantly telling the person that they are bad, they are bad, they are bad. And then they get shocked when this person turns out to be bad. You tell me my whole life I'm not nothing. I'm not going to be worth nothing. Then why would I have any value on myself to, you know, try to be a good person or try to uh, get you to think of me in a different light? So it kind of gave a backstory, an emotional backstory of Dre, um, how his mindset is, I guess, based off the, I would call it abuse that his mother put him under. Um, and then I honestly thought he was going to shoot her. Once he took the gun yeah. from her and pointed her, I thought, I was like, Drayden did a lot of grimy stuff, so shooting his own mother would just be another thing to tie on top of the list. So I was shocked when he didn't do it. Yeah, uh, pretty much ditto to all that. Um, you know, you, 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 and sometimes, unfortunately, like we see it, like we see some people with their parents off to the side being pretty much brainwashed into thinking that they're no good. Um, you team that up with, and she, you could tell she's heavy in the church. Um, you, you team that sort of abuse with a mentality of their, them using religion to justify it. Mm -hmm. And like, it's almost no shock that some of these people end up the way they end up. You know what I'm saying? doesn't justify any grimy things that Dre has done. But at the, you know, when you finally get to see like, oh, okay, this is how you kind of came to be. It, it kind of starts to, to make sense. Right. Um, and again, some some top notch acting, um, because he's he's delivering these these heavy heavy lines, and he's not raising his voice. Mm -hmm. Like he he's doing everything like he's still trying to whisper. Which made me think like, is there somebody else in the house? Um, does he just not want to you know alarm the neighbors? But like he he's given a whole lot of emotion, but he's still muting himself, yeah. and he, it's still coming across very well. I think I think all of us some of that might also be even though he doesn't like his mother, um, the respect that people some people just have for especially like in our community that we have for like elders or people who are our parents even if they don't always treat us the best we're always told that you know look that's your family or those your elders you gotta respect them you gotta show a certain level of respect even in the midst of like kind of robbing her for a jewelry, um so it ain't total respect but it it could be some measured, um. Respect. It also be, could be a measure tone where if he get he knows if he gets too angry, he will shoot her, and maybe that's not what he wants to at that time because he doesn't want to alert the neighbors or whatever it may be. So it could be a host of different things. But I agree that scene was really uh, well acted by Rotimi. Um, you know, I don't think he's the best actor, but I think he like you like you said a couple of times he, he did really up. good in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he definitely stepped up in terms of acting. Like he he's the recent most improved. Um, otherwise, like long-term series uh it's got to be joseph sakura as tommy 
uh, dude has, has stepped it up leaps and bounds in the acting department. Um, so we get the, and this is where it, it got, I don't know, it was kind of, it was kind of like a whole, um, how, it was it was kind of strange to me that like he his his girl is waiting outside which i thought was strange because just like he just sort of escaped like how how does he you know how does she know to be there how does the fbi not know to go immediately to his home or place of residence to go pick her up and pick him up right so i mean that's when it's always some loopholes but we you know yeah um, and the same, and same thing as far as like the car they was sitting there. That's probably a eighty thousand, ninety thousand dollar car, and he spent this whole um, episode talking about how he needs some money. He couldn't take that car somewhere and get, you know, twenty thousand for it, and then just kind of yeah. get a beater. You know, yeah. he don't need to drink. You know, that band was nice. It wasn't like it was no beater car, so that made no sense to me. But he also could be under the mindset: look, I still got to be like appearances. I still got to put off this facade, even though it's nobody really he's showing off for at that point. Other than right. the the girl and the and the um the baby, right. So um at this point he's pretty much got one more move up his sleeve, um and that is to go meet up with uh Councilman Tate, and uh see about the 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 new identity, the new <laughs> plates, and um and you know what because he gave him those plates, that's probably why he had to keep the car because I'm pretty sure the plates are under uh maybe that car. Probably, uh, probably but that's us that's us doing too much work um tate who is for whatever reason in a black hoodie <laughs> and in his hood gear um tells him that like hey you can have this money and then some but i need you to kill james st patrick right um and again some some great some great acting from road to me but even better acting from tate just being like man you you pretty good at this. Like you, you leaned right into that. Like you should have been in politics. So I thought that that was that was a great like you can't BS a BSer. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that I thought that was dope. Um, but it and I don't know. Hopefully it'll raise more questions later. But the weird thing about this is okay. This confirms that Tate wants Dre to kill Ghost. But it doesn't answer why we still see Tate walking towards Ghost exactly. with a gun. To me, to um, me, it kind of eliminates Tate as the possible killer because he he sent Dre to do the job. So unless he's just checking up on Dre to make sure Dre kind of follows through with it, there's no reason for Tate to even be a suspect moving forward. You don't give up guy a hundred thousand dollars to kill somebody just to turn around and you go kill him or try to you know because it, from his belief, he thinks that Dre's going to stick to the deal and go to kill. Um, ghost. So why would he also then go to kill Ghost? Unless he's maybe he was going to double cross Dre and kill Dre after Dre killed Ghost. But to me, just kill, yeah. just kill Ghost. Why you got to kill somebody to kill somebody when you can just kill him? But yeah, I don't know. A lot of yeah, a lot of loose ends. But I I really do love, you know, <laughs> Dre getting all serious and Tate just being like nice. Mm-hmm. It's like I love the way you lean into that. But we both know your word ain't ain't nothing. Right, but you know he he makes a threat that like, hey man, I know your new identity, yep. so I'm gonna give you the money. But you mess this up, it's a wrap for you. Um, so great acting on on both their parts. Yeah, but Rand State is a um. That's why Ronald Rand State been working 
Like he's not, you know, an A-list star or, or like the biggest star in the world. But there's a reason why this man been consistently working since he was about 16 years old. Yeah. You know, he, he, he got 30 up. years he in this game. Up. And, uh, you know, it's because he always does a, a good job as as to whatever roles he don't, uh, excuse me, whatever role he is cast in. Yeah. So we we get one last plea from his baby mother, who unfortunately I do not know her name. Um, but she's like, look. Is it Tina? Just, I, maybe. Why the fuck I think? Why, like, why did Tina pop in my mind just now? <laughs> I don't know. But she's like, look. We can just dip. Let's take this money and go. And he almost bites. He almost bites. But he gets that last bit of I guess he needs to he, he needs to get the last word. Um this last bit of unfinished business. Yeah. I think a lot of that was just not think not thinking that Tate was gonna like be able to track him down based off the new IDs. But right. revenge. I think revenge was in his mind in that moment, and he was like, "I'm already leaving New York as a failure. I couldn't become the top drug dealer in New York. All my stuff keep getting messed up. I keep getting locked up. If it's one thing left, I can do is I can take out the man who he holds responsible for a lot of um, his downfalls." Right, and it yeah, like he's a victim of his own deceit. He he had he had an open lane. And he could have left, but he he just he just had to get that last that last little bit in. Right, especially um, since Ghost gets shot anyway, and we know. He, we, and at this point, we learned that he is not the shooter. Yes, he yes. he he would have been free and clear because exactly. Tate wouldn't have known who shot him, and Tate wouldn't have had no reason to snitch on him. But he, he, he didn't know that at the time. The job was done. Right. Yeah, he just thought the job was done, and that would have been it. Um. Yes. So I looked it up. Her name is Tina. So Thank you. Call on that. Good job with the instincts. I must have seen it somewhere. I don't yeah. think he called. You know what? I watch TV shows with captions on, and I think yeah, me too. sometimes they'll put the person who's talking if it's not clear. And I, because I, I don't think anybody actually calls her Tina, but maybe he, maybe in that costume he does say Tina. I think like at the beginning. I'm seeing it in, but for some reason I'm seeing it in that scene when they in that Benz and they're driving. Mm-hmm. She's begging him to drive away where I see her name or he says her name. But anyway, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, actual Tina. So you see him walking up to do the job. Uh, since he steps in, he hears a gunshot, Boom. and uh, whoa, let me get up out of here because I didn't shoot nobody. Right. And uh, yeah, meets a, a waiting Blanca, <laughs> catches her with a mean right. Knock her out. Oh my Bull gosh, Blanca. she just going to arrest a man and got blasted. But man. once again, she she's supposed to be going to arrest a guy who she thinks is a kingpin and a multiple murderer with no backup. Just solo dolo. Yeah. Come on now. And and it's and it's mainly because she knows because she she knows that um she's what she's doing, what she's been doing is dirty. Mm. Um we get a dope shot of them arguing at the light and it it's kinda like builds up that like, okay, they're gonna get they're gonna get like some remember the Titans type stuff where he's gonna run a red light and they're gonna get hit yeah, or something T-bone like that. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't get that. We had Tommy standing off in the cut like Michael Myers in the shadows, <laughs> and the bus. You see the the legit fear in his face, but the bus passes by and Tommy is gone. Tommy has absorbed ghosts' powers, <laughs> <laughs> just disappeared, just vanishes, which was dopely shot. And I'm just waiting for him to pop up on him at that gas station. 
Um, I kept thinking, I, 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 oh, I thought he was going to be like, uh, look, the light was going to turn green, and all, all you're going to see was like the window shatter because Tommy just yeah. shot him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, he goes into the gas station, and uh, we get the news. Oh, that... Real quick, real quick, real quick. I had a couple of issues with the same when, when he first pulled up to the gas station. Uh, gotcha. Before we talk about, because you're about to reveal, you know, the biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that we yeah, learned yeah. in this episode. I, I'm wondering if, can I guess one of the, the, yeah, go the issues with the, can I guess it? Yeah, go for it. The gas cap was on the other side? Yes. That was, <laughs> it, I, was I was like, why is he, go, I mean, is he going to get some snacks or something? Because for one, he parked far away from the pump. And then yeah, there was no yeah. way to actually put gas in the car. And for, oh maybe, forgive me, I you know, I never had a Benz before. Maybe the Benz gas cap is somewhere special and hidden, and maybe I'm just ignorant to it. But he oh, wasn't going to pump man. no gas when he parked that car. <laughs> so that was the two things. One, he parked too far away from the pump. And then the, the second one was that there was no way to put the gas into the car. <laughs> I find out he had a hybrid. He just going in here for some snacks and yeah. something. The things you notice when you're watching TV, like, oh, yeah. I should be way more focused on the story and not how right. a, how a, how the car is parked and there's no gas. Um, right. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But oh, yeah, no. you guessed oh, it right. Good. You win a prize. Oh, good. Oh, good. But yeah, I was thinking, I was honestly thinking that he was going to walk out and Tommy was going to be at the car. Oh, okay. Um, like that's with the, what I was having the mother, I mean, having to maybe kidnap the kid or whatever. Right. Pulling a cane and like he's holding her or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get the reveal and this was a, Oof, this was a big, this was, this was big because they easily could have held on to this. Yeah. I thought they were. I thought they would. Yeah. I thought he either wasn't going to be dead or they would just hold on to it. Yeah. They, they did exactly what they did with Angela in the beginning of the season where it's just like, no, Angela's dead. Like who cares about your theories? Dead. D E D dead. Um, and yeah, uh, breaking news, James St. Patrick slain in nightclub. Um, and they say no what witnesses. Think, yeah, no witnesses. What did you think, like when you when you actually heard it? I, I, just what you said. I thought. Uh, I thought. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm shocked that they did this. I thought for sure they was gonna try to drag this out, and I thought for sure that they was gonna pull some type of weird twist. And they could technically still pull a weird twist, and maybe he got so much influences, uh, a lieutenant governor. They don't want to let the world know he's still alive, so no other assassination attempts might happen or whatever. Um, but I was just shocked that you know that. Um, they actually confirmed that he was dead, at least through this news yeah. report. Um, so that was a yeah. shock. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like he's, he's walking out in the slow motion. I'm expecting bullets to hit him right then, but mm-hmm. we get the flashing lights instead. And uh, he's been picked up for the second time in 24 hours, practically at this point, we'll say I'll give him 48 oh. um, for the last time. Um, which rough way to go out. And my first thought was like, well, how did they know? And I was like, oh yeah, he, he ditched the FBI. So obviously there's going to be an APB out for him immediately. Um, so how they found him though was still kind of, and then to me, like, if you know, you about to drive to Las Vegas, you ain't, you ain't full, you ain't fuel up the car before exactly. you, you should have been had that car ready to go. When you, yeah. when your mind was made up that you was about to leave, you don't wait till you just about to get on the road. That thing should have been gassed, but yeah, it was it was a it was a shock. Yeah, and uh, we 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 get the they definitely set it up that this time it's gonna stick because you're getting the actual processing uh, scene. Yeah, where, this, you the know, scene where they bend over, call search. Yeah, right. Um, 
and it's 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 stuck you you see him being back in the cell and everything um now i wonder so, is this is, do you think this is blanca just reneging i mean because he reneged on the promise and escaped and it's just a jason murder Middich thing do you think that she thinks because she saw him come out of truth and punch um and, and he punched her in the face she thinks he's the one that killed ghost because they didn't really say you know is he just getting put back in for the old crime or is this because of the new crime it it honestly could be either i could see it easily being one or the other or possibly both because he he definitely sucker punched her for one so that in itself is is a crime um but more importantly like she might not have known that he he dipped he dipped out on his uh his fbi detail um and it it could have been a combination of the two um so yeah we get we get him getting his last visitation and the the perfect and completely warranted opening line of you just had to go back um yeah. they were in the clear always got to throw a woman always got thrown in your face <laughs> i <she> mean right. <laughs> yeah this this was one of, this was definitely one of those times where he he deserved it you know what i mean and she kept it real like i had to get help and you're not gonna like it but it just goes to show how up against the wall she was even the oh well no because i was gonna say what happened to that money but they all they you know they probably got sure it the, i mean i'm pretty sure they didn't just let her sit in the car they at least right. put her in for they questioning but they i mean you don't that. know you, you know i actually that's the part that didn't make sense why if i mean i understand she i guess cares more about him than he cares about her as we saw when he abandoned her for witness protection you know a couple of seasons ago but in this situation if she already got she know he busted she know he gonna keep getting locked up why don't she just take her daughter if she is free and That's go to vegas and go with yeah. the system yeah like honestly like going back when we were when he did when he ditches the fbi and he's hopping over and at that point like i said i thought he was breaking into his own house i thought he was going to get into his house and the place is going to be cleaned. Like she just bailed. Oh yeah. Okay. Which would have made perfect sense. Like dude is dude the fuck up. Like, and you know, what the, you know, it, it, I wouldn't have been mad at her. Like you got to put your daughter first. Um, but we get, we get mom's last words. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, you, you can kind of see like why he's, why he has the the venom towards her because like everything she says and kudos to this actress I, I i don't know her name off top but um she she portrays vindictive very well yeah not even vindictive but just kind of evil but like this 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 self-righteousness in her evilness yeah um she was she was acting yeah um and and it also be his worst you know his worst nightmare yeah. is that his mom end up getting is going to be the one that help raise the daughter when he yeah. thinks that she shouldn't be around her to begin with. Exactly. And then he, you know, makes his promises. I'm going to get out of here. Come on, mama, help me. Um, you know, says goodbye to his daughter, probably not realizing that's going to be his last goodbye. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, we get the, uh, the final moments of Andre. Um, he's, he's taken to the, to the food line and uh he 
he makes his moves. Like, all right, the best I can do is is constantly put myself right. in the uh, would be the whole solitary. Yeah, like every that, day just keep getting in fights because they only gave him one week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You better stab somebody or something, man. Because yeah. one week at a time ain't gonna ain't gonna last too much. Exactly, and he could just he just pray that he gets transferred or one of them gets transferred. Right, but him thinking he was slick. And I, I thought I thought for sure, you know, we was going to get um, – I don't think this is going to be the end of Dre as far as him, you know, what ultimately happens to him because I thought we still got to play out this. Even though we know he didn't kill Ghost, the police doing an investigation as to, into who killed Ghost and him being, you know, probably the prime suspect, saying as how a cop was on the scene and saw him run out of a place where the guy was just murdered. Um, so I thought we might get a little bit more Ghost, but – I'm not Ghost, I'm sorry. Um, Dre? But him uh, thinking he's slick and starting that fight and getting put in the hole ultimately led to the end, of, the end of Dre. Something that a lot of people have been wanting for the longest time. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to um, tell our homegirl, because uh, she hates she hate Dre. And she been wanting him to die for the longest time to get to renew her power. Honestly. <laughs> renew like, stars might, just to get back and watch it. Yeah. Like, tell her to, we might have to tell her, like, watch this, watch this episode. You know what I'm saying? Just watch this and watch this episode. You'll be back in, and uh, we get a horrible way to go out. Um, at first, I'm like, "Why are they tossing wet rags in there?" Yeah. Um, obviously, not knowing they were soaked in uh in gasoline. Um, yeah. See, I I knew that's where they were going, but I also thought this was I didn't like um how this played out uh, because I mean it it's just dumb like. Uh, Okay, they tossed the, the tails in there. All he had to do was step to the back of the cell. He, but instead, he stood like right where they can shoot the uh, celerin on him, so that he can be dosed in flames too. I mean, I know the cell is not right. humongous, but it's enough space where he can step to the back of it. And there's a mattress in there, so if they started the fight, he could at least try to smother it or something. But he basically stood there begging for his life from two people who he know don't got no love for him. So I, I didn't well, understand gotta, it. Well. I think it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Because I guess you saw, like, he's, like, even after they said it, like, they put the they put the towels, like, under the door. Yeah. Even if he had, like, even if he didn't get completely burned by the fire, he was suffocating there. Yeah. But I, I could um, see him suffocating to death and just going to the back of the cell. But him just to stand there, and then it was just a bit too dramatic. The way he was in there yelling as the flames was going all around him. And I don't know if that was like just like a little thing that's showing that he's going to hell or whatever. It's like supposed to be for like, you know, dramatic effect or euphemism. I can't even speak. Euphemism. Euphemism that he's going to hell and he's burning up. But it, to me, it just was like, okay, I, I can see them using this to try to kill him. Um, but it was just a bit too dramatic the way they did it. And, and for him just to stand there, bro, just step to the back. You're still going to suffocate to death, but it's better than burning alive. Yeah, well, you know, they, they had to give the people a, a flashy end for it. Yeah. Um, so from there we get two bit waking up on the first day of the rest of his life <laughs> and unfortunately finding out the spank is gone. Mm. Spotswood has been processed out. Yep. Colton, and he, he sees the, the guy, I guess the God that's on the payroll. Yo, what happened to spank? And what did God say? I think he said yeah, maybe he had a better out. lawyer than you or something. Yeah. He had a better lawyer than you. <laughs> um, and then we go to the final scene. We we see Spank in for some reason Blanca's still using the AUSA office. Well, you got to remember, two bit, two bit throws his last uh, call. You know, his last Hail Mary. Who would he call? Um, 
he called Tommy and told me he knew who snitched. Did he call Tommy? Oh shit, he did yeah. call Tommy. Yeah. Cause he still had the phone and he said, I think I know who who, who snitched on you about Poncho. Okay, yeah. I do remember my bad. So, jumping ahead, jumping ahead. All good, all good. But yeah, we like you said, for whatever reason they're in the AUSA's office. And uh, you know, we getting some some final funny moments from Spain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny line he had. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's uh, did your man do this? He's like, I don't have a man. <laughs> But um, and then my joint was the joint when um, she asked um, Spank about Dre Dre dying, and did him or his boy have something to do with it? And she he tells her, "Oh, that's not my boy, especially since I know he like they hit women." Right. So that was I don't fun. Know who did it? I don't know who had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't know nothing. But uh, yeah, we well, get, let me sign these papers. Pretty much, like yeah, there's no turning back at this point. Yeah, and then and then he just confirms, and I think in his last line is basically like, uh, I think she asked him why why, um, he like told or didn't tell on two bit, and, and he basically broke it down. Look, two bit a real G, you know, he built for this kind of life, um, and then she was like, well, if he a real G, what does that make you? And he said, I'm a free man. Right. Yeah. So sometimes you know, you gotta uh, that's some. I mean. How 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 far can you take that that hood life if you want to be free, man? You can't have you can't usually have both. You can't be this thorough hood dude and also you know live a long life or live a life if it is long. It's usually one behind bars. So he made the choice, you know, the best choice for him. So right, it is. It and is. you also see you also see him have some regret to the fact that like this is he, you know, you can tell this isn't how he wanted this all to play out. But you know he's seeing himself getting a, uh, a second chance. Yeah. So I think you I think he had legit love for uh oh yeah for, definitely for two bit without a doubt without and, a doubt and I and I also think he can justify because at the end of the day he didn't do anything to keep two bit in jail. Two bit could have yeah. did the same thing he did to get out snitch on because all he did was ultimately snitch on Tommy. He didn't snitch on his right. man. Um, right. But two bit ain't gonna say it like that. Two bit just saying you abandoned me, you snitched, and I don't mess with snitches because I'm I'm thorough right. to this thing. Exactly, and in in hindsight, it's like you can't fully fault um, Spank for doing what he did, for giving you know not necessarily giving up Tommy, but kind of help point the help point the light towards Tommy because remember they called him the first time, and Tommy was like, "I'm not helping you," right? You know what I'm saying? So Tommy was was totally fine with leaving him there to rot. Um, up until that point, um, Ghost was the only one who was at least trying to take care of their families, like. Tommy was fine with letting them rot. He wasn't going to look out for their families or none of that. Um, so it's like, I think that took a little bit of the weight off of Spank. Like, well, shoot, like, I don't feel that bad for snitching on this dude. Granted, he's a psychopath, unfortunately. And, you know, we'll probably, we're probably going to see the demise of Spank, unfortunately. Um, yeah. He ain't going to get up. He ain't going to have no happy life, happily ever after. Something going to happen no. to him. But that uh, was it. As we see. Well, as we see in the last scene, we see Blanca getting ready to meet with Paz. Here's oh, why, here's, he did see her out the window, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Here's what I thought was interesting with that. So I'm going to go ahead and just say now that Paz didn't do it, even though it, that's a big duh. She had no business doing it. She comes. She clearly walks in there like under no duress whatsoever, mm -hmm. as if she was invited in. And this is clearly after Ghost is shot and killed. Yes, yeah, next morning, yeah. So or maybe the day after you. 
Right. So that that all but confirms that she didn't kill him. I um, think they eliminated three suspects. Three. They they easily eliminated. Well, Dre, of course, we know didn't do it because they we saw he didn't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, Tate, because if he uh-huh. sent Dre to do the crime, he had no reason to do it. And then pause because, like you said, they were just kind of having a casual conversation. It didn't seem like she was any type of suspect. Uh, so I don't think she did it. Not and none and of, of those three, only Dre would have made sense as yeah. far as a fan of the show to even be justified to killing to killing Ghost. You know, having Tate do it, having pause if having pause do it, it cause a riot. Because to yeah. me, oh, nobody's yeah. gonna be satisfied with that as a final at all. Um, honestly, it if they if they do if they do it smart, the next episode should be a combination of pause, sax, and Tate. If we're gonna do this like you know, day in the life of those three should be next. Then the last three should be centered around Tommy, Tariq, and Todd. The three T's. Yeah. The only um, way I don't like the the only reason I don't like the way they're doing it right now is that because if they do it that way, then they there's gonna be no kind of the final episode is not gonna be a real payoff because you won't have that mystery anymore. You'll know who whoever they do last is mm-hmm. the person that killed them. And that I don't think that'll be as satisfying if we if we really consider if we still had this idea it could be kind of anybody going into that last episode but they may kind of twist these episodes a little bit more that they didn't do it with dre because they just wanted to give dre like this ultimate goodbye kind of thing so we don't we gotta wait and see yep so down goes dre and uh that's the end of the episode um final thoughts uh, like i said good episode I, I already enjoyed this episode um couple of, like i said a couple of little small things that were like uh why is this going on um, but for the most part, excellent episode. Good way to come back with this last five. I'm um, hoping they can keep this momentum going. Um, I unfortunately was not able to see the next time on power because um, I'm using a different app than I used to use to watch the show, and they don't give uh-huh. you the preview. So, uh, did they have a preview? So I walked, I watched it yeah. all the way through the end, and I didn't. They didn't give me. Anything. Yeah, there was there was a quick preview. It's a lot of flashing. There's not a whole lot to discern from it, but we're gonna get Ramona. Um, we're going to get all the other main characters, um, just kind of talking about it. And it's, it's definitely going to center around pauses, um, pause giving her, I guess, uh, recount of what's been going okay. on. Um, so pause will be as far as, I, I think, well, she's going to be a, more of a part of it than she is in most episodes, but like, it doesn't really give a whole lot to like, you know, like what the like who like if it's gonna be just her right like there's a whole lot of everybody in it all right so with that said any prediction as to who is the ultimate killer not not even the shooter anymore the killer of james st um i feel like they're gonna force it i think i feel like they force it to be Tariq. um to give his character some more to deal with when he go when he goes into the spinoff right um because we know that we know the spinoff centers around him just from um pictures that 50 cent has put on his Instagram and everything. Um, so I think we're, I think it'll definitely be him. I think while I think it's him, I think somehow his mom takes the fall. Oh, uh, you think she going to sacrifice herself to save him? Something like that. Either that, or she going to find a way to put it on somebody else like Sax or Tommy. What, what do you think? Oh, I definitely think it's going to be Tariq. Um, like I said, it just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all the secondary characters, I don't think they would ever to do it. Uh, I think, the, and, and and to get the drop on him, it had to be somebody. You know how you know how how slimy Ghost is. He's not gonna let nobody get the drop on him. 
So it had to be like his son, somebody that he would trust and wouldn't be automatically automatically on guard. You know, if Tommy came in there, he would have like probably lunged at him or something. It would have been a struggle. Um, so it could only be really Tariq or maybe possibly Tasha. But any, other than that, I doubt. So I'm going to go with Tariq. Yeah. Um, yeah, all in all, episode was way better than I anticipated. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, anything else before we head out? No, man. Just one more time, let's finish out the sponsor. Go for it. A touch of Lene Creations. Lene is spelled, and I hope I'm saying that right. L Y N A L Y N A Y. Touch of Lene Creations. Handmade, personalized drinkware, custom tags, apparel. I will bring the shine to your design. You can find them via email at a touch of Lene Creations at gmail.com, Facebook, a touch of Lene Creations, and then Instagram, a underscore touch underscore of underscore Lene underscore creations. Please go check that out. Support a um, independent black woman who is, you know, doing a little small business. I mean, the, the, I think the work is very quality. Uh, she's a very professional, and I think the prices are decent. So um, support her if you can. Get on that. Any final words for you? Um, Not much. Uh, pretty much echo on your sentiment. Um, Go check out that sponsor. Go check her out. Quality work, pretty much great for any occasion. Um, uh, bridal parties, bachelorette parties, you know, just outings, uh, apparel, drinkware. And it looks like she's kind of – she's it looks like she's she's stepping into more than just those things. So, you know, go check that out and get on it. Um, you know where you can find this podcast. You search the uh, PLP podcast on all great platforms. Um, and hit us up. You know where to find us. You know, we, we see the likes. We see all that stuff. Comment. Give us your thoughts. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think is going to happen. Uh, we'll read it out and we'll discuss. Indeed. So, um, that's it. I'm I'm done. Uh, hopefully, they give us some good, some more excellent quality work. All right. So as always, this is uh, Triple D. This is my boy Carlos D. Peace. See ya. Uh-huh.